Welcome to another episode of Two Valkyries and a Goofy Guy. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, are the best people on the planet, Anonymous Alex and Jenna. How are y'all this week? I did forget that you were going to use that. I did yep. too, and it was a delight when it happened. Yep. Credit to Josh from Quid Pro Roll and Goblins and Growlers for that title, um, who did come up with that title after seeing our offerings for headshots for Ichiban Khan. And I think that's pretty accurate. That that's the the right conclusion to come to after seeing those pictures. I am a pretty goofy guy. <laughs> I'm just a little guy. Yeah. I think you've missed on who the Valkyries are. Mm, don't think so. It is definitely Alex and Pony. That Dachshund is much more of a Valkyrie than I'll ever be. He's so cute. Merlin is so cute. Such a good dog. <laughs> so. We watched some episodes of Heartland. I'm going to be honest, I've lost track of what number we're on. Six and seven. We watched six and seven. So what happened in six and seven? Oh my God. Let me tell you. Uh, I apologize right off the bat for the length of my recaps. All right. First episode we watched was One Trick Pony, where Lou and Scott are flirting heavily. And by that, I mean medicating geese. Everyone noticed the incredible chemistry between them, which is why it's so baffling when some big fancy car pulls up and Lou, Lou runs into the arms of the most white-bred man on the planet. It's Carl! He surprised Lou, but what is even more surprising is that he bunks with Ty. I don't know why I wrote that, but I did. Meanwhile, Amy is working on a great horse who has great breeding and bloodlines, but just won't do anything, and they need to figure out what's up with that. Also, Lou might be leaving for Chicago because of a job offer that was totally unrelated, and she said no to... Probably. Mostly. She's not going. Anyways, Scott doesn't want to hang around anymore, probably because he was just sort of rejected adjacent, kind of, a little bit, but then Grandpa's like, but it's my birthday, so then he has to come over. Amy soon figures out that the problem horse, Pirate, was trained by voice commands, and they start to figure out why and how and all that jazz. Meanwhile, Mallory is attempting to run several grifts to make money, mostly trying to convince Carl to take riding lessons before Amy takes him on a trail ride, but she settles for a dollar to go fetch his phone charger. She does, however, also go through his suitcase and finds a ring. She takes it to show Amy and definitely remembers to put it back. Lou finally does convince Amy to take Carl on a trail ride, and when he shows up, he's decked out in his best trail nonsense with a cool fringe jacket and pants and a hat. And they're like, cool, bro, but you have to wear this helmet and ride this chill horse. And he's like, we'll all wear the helmet, but I want to ride pirate. Then Grandpa arrives just at this exact moment to be like, Amy, come over here. Here's a picture of Pirate. He's a trick horse. Look at this trick saddle. I got you from a garage sale. And Amy's like, this is great. And then she looks over to see Carl on Pirate. She's like, don't worry, Grandpa. He's not going anywhere. But then Carl's like, yee-haw. And the horse takes off at a gallop. So then 
Amy jumps on this other horse, rides pell-mell after him. They're sprinting headlong towards a very cliched mud puddle. And Carl doesn't heed Amy's warming and yells, whoa. And then he lawn darts into the puddle and he tries to get back on the horse immediately afterward, covered in mud and gross. But as he's mounting, he says, alley up. And that activates the rear command. And then he's like, okay, I give up. And then he heads home to interrupt Lou and Scott flirting and grandpa's birthday dinner happens that night and is going really well, except then Carl decides to make this speech and it's actually a proposal and Mallory did not actually put the ring back. I lied. And then Mallory sees that and drops the cake on the floor. So everything's ruined instead of just the proposal. Anyways, they eventually recover the ring and Carl proposes for real and it's all romantic, especially the part about him doing it just to get a job in Chicago at a family firm using Lou as his family. She dumps his ass. End of the episode. You guys ready for the next one? I am. So fucking ready. All right. The next one is Come What May. Lou will not be a midwife to a pregnant mare. She will not. She doesn't even understand why Grandpapa let the mare come here because they are not a facility for pregnant mares. But Grandpa, who has lived three times as long as Lou has been alive, did it anyways. Ben and Red are there, too, with brand new jumps from Lisa, which they are setting up in a field that no one is allowed in but Ben, or they will ruin it. Unfortunately, Ben did forget to set up the stall for the pregnant mare when he was busy doing a jump course, and Amy is pissed as the trailer pulls up behind them. The mare is skittish and bolts off the trailer right into one of the jumps and breaks a wooden rail right into her stomach. Scott comes up to check on her and is like, she'll be okay as long as she doesn't go into premature labor, which modern medicine can handle. And Amy's like, that's great. What if we went to Mrs. Bell to get herbs? And Scott is like, cool, but also science. Ty and Grandpa also get invited to a cattle drive, or at least Grandpa did, and they decide to both go, which will interrupt Baby Watch, but that's okay because Amy will be there. Oh no, Ben had a show that weekend, but that's okay because Soraya will go with him, and definitely Soraya's mom will be totally fine with two-day, one-night adventure with a boy. Also, Ty approaches Mallory for secret riding lessons to prepare for this cattle drive. Cut to everything popping off all at once. Ty and Grandpa leave for the cattle drive. They find out that the trail boss is none other than Tim Fleming. It's terrible, and Grandpa won't listen to anything he says, and Ty is mostly like, why do you hate this guy? But then he falls off a cliff trying to get a baby cow, so no one cares anymore. Back at home, Amy and Mallory find Mrs. Bell, and Sugarfoot, he enters! (laughs) It's great. They get the herbs from her, and she is quite clearly very deaf, and Sugarfoot is getting old. Anyway, she peddles her wares and then gets into her cart and trots off to do evil deeds elsewhere. Back to the camp, Ty and Grandpa decide, as it starts to get dark, to stay where they are with the baby cow because Ty's horse ran off and they don't want to try to ride back in the dark and all that jazz. They settle down and then snakes and wolves and all manner of beasts descend. And then the worst fate, a Tim, he appears and he says, you guys are stupid. So Grandpa fist fights him. Ty declares them both immature. Back at home, the mare goes into premature labor and Scott is an hour away. So they call Mrs. Bell, who Lou warns that she will not play midwife to a horse to. Luckily, Mrs. Bell is deaf, so when Lou fetches her, she's like, all right, Lou, this baby's all wrong, and it's up to you to get it out. So she guides Lou through rearranging the head, and through some divine evil pressures emanating from Sugarfoot in his can, Lou gets the baby out, and it is magical. Back at the drive, Ty tells Tim that he will listen to him next time, no matter what Grandpa says, and then they head home. When they get back there, Amy starts to tell Ty about the baby. She's like, I named her Daybreak because, and Ty goes, let me guess, she was born at the break of day? Cue laughter. I, you, you didn't have to watch those episodes if you didn't, people at home, because Alex has perfectly summed up everything that happened in perfectly. both of those episodes amazingly. Um, I have forgotten how much I loved Sugarfoot and the assumption that Sugarfoot is pure evil. 
Um, I think it, the fact that Sugarfoot, when we read the books, was a figment in my head versus Sugarfoot on TV being insanely cute makes the evilness just land so much better. Yeah, you're not going to look at that thing and say that it's not evil. It is precious and of the devil. <laughs> oh, I need that shirt. Precious and of the devil. <laughs> I am amazed that this show has been on for 14 years. Yeah? Or whatever it is now. Yeah. Like, this show... Like, I'm enjoying watching it. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like it, And I don't know if I would enjoy it if we hadn't read the Heartland books, because it's impossible to know that now. Um, or if it's just fun for me because we read the heart, but, uh, it's not bad. I don't dislike it, but it doesn't feel like a show that like after its first couple seasons made it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. like the fact that this, like, it's still going on. Like they just made the 14th season, right? Like within the past year or two, like the 16th season, 16th. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it is bonkers to me seeing how this show started. That they got 16 seasons out of it. Yeah, but it started in the days of like One Tree Hill and all that stuff. So it wasn't that different from what was on TV. I've never seen One Tree Hill. What? Yeah. I don't know what that is. I think it's a CW show, but I don't know that. Yeah, I think it was WB. I think yeah, it's about like superheroes. No, no, it's about teen drama. When I say CW show... Like, I know the timing is off of that. A CW-ish. Yeah. Yeah. The like company that the... is now CW. Yeah. But, oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. You say now. Is there still a CW? Yeah. It's still CW. Still making... Yeah. I don't know what they make anymore now that the Vampire Diaries and Supernatural, all the Supernatural is coming back for a 16th season. Um, and everything is off the air. Wait. What? It's coming back for a 16th season. Yeah. When is when is that happening? Uh, Probably not this year. Oh, okay, good. So I've got time to watch the 15th season <laughs> that I haven't seen. You know what? I'm going to curate you a list. How about that? Okay. You're going to watch the episodes that I list out for you. And then you can go back later and you can watch them all if you want to. But okay. I, I beg you, I beg you to please not. There's an entire season. Skip it. I beg you. So it's like, it's like Star Trek rules. With kind, the movies, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't necessarily need to watch all of them to get the good ones. You super don't, yeah. Yeah, there is some hot, hot garbage in there. And don't get me wrong, I love Supernatural. I thought you were going to say you love hot garbage. Oh, I also. We've talked about me watching every episode of The Outpost multiple times. Yeah, yeah. I love hot garbage. <laughs> Alexander, mm -hmm. uh, Jenna finally told me recently about a show that has our friend paulo costanzo i don't know if i could say that actually because he is a famous person i don't know if i should just like i do that to jm lee i just accuse him of being my friend but i don't guess i should do that to an actual famous person a person i've met one time paulo costanzo he's in a tv show called upload mm -hmm. that jenna just told me about now mm -hmm. so we watched yeah. the three seasons of it yeah, so just good now, just now i only just now told him about just it. Yeah, the second yeah, yeah, not literally after I watched the first episode when it came out. Not no. then. Mm -mm. It wasn't then. I don't have the re the text receipts or anything. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to see the text receipts. Huh. Uh, no, she knows. I've been tormenting her because 
the minute that Paulo Costanzo showed up in the show, I turned to Jenna and I was like, did you know Paulo Costanzo is in this? And she lost her ever loving mind on me. She's like, I fucking told you that right in fucking front of him. She did. I remember uh, it. Yeah. Um, but that show is amazing. Right. So we watched the three seasons of it because it's not a ton of episodes. It wasn't that hard to get through. But the place they leave you off at the end of the third season, like if they don't make a fourth season, I will find somebody to fight about it. Would you call Apollo and be like, hey, man, since we're good friends, will you please? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had that kind of pull. Apollo, you're my best friend. Yeah. (laughs) I need you to get this made. Could you imagine his response to that? He's like, ooh. (laughs) You have been blocked by Apollo Costanzo. He'd be like, oh, I'll do my best. (laughs) But no, up. Upload. I, 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 I'm recommending that to people. And I'm taking complete credit for it. I'm just stealing it right from Jennifer. Just like a man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the audacity. But no, I, I like the show. But like I said, it just doesn't... I, I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know if it's the amount of money. I, I don't know what decides when I look at a TV show. This TV show feels like a TV show that's going to make it for a long time. This TV show doesn't feel like it's going to make it. I don't know what that is. But this just doesn't feel like it. It's that first season thing too, right? Like it, part of it's that first season thing. Like you can tell mm-hmm. that it was all shot at inopportune times on like the actual like ranch property. And they have like two sets on yeah. the property they can use. Yeah, yeah. Almost no show. Like you don't get the feel of what the show's going to be until about midway through the second season. They didn't even do the like intro this next episode coming up, because again, it just started auto playing and I forgot I had to stop watching Heartland. <laughs> like that's when like the intro, like all falls into place for me and everything. It's fine. Like, okay, like we've hit the Heartland stride now. So you're saying the next episode is where it starts to. I don't know about the whole its show itself, but that's where like the intro cuts okay. into the intro that I'm used to seeing in like season 17. Like all of a sudden I looked yeah. over and I was like, oh, here we are. Okay. Like, so I'm ready for that. I don't know if the story will will kick off into that. I don't know. It's still clearly finding its feet, but like it's getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. So we we read, what was it? How many Heartland books were there? I forget. 14? There wasn't that many. Yeah. No, but it, it, that's the other thing is how quickly the show is moving through the plots of the books. Mm-hmm. They're like, we like, have yeah. one season to get through everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it yeah. feels like. It feels like they're going to burn through the entire book series and then they're going to go like last season of Game of Thrones for the next like 15 seasons. They're just going to go like, <laughs> yeah, we could do whatever we want now. That was like the last four seasons. They're like, we could do whatever we want. <laughs> But, like, the other thing is, Tim, I think you're really, like, underestimating how powerful Girl Tame's wild horse stories are. And they mm-hmm. do that in a, like, compartmentalized video every week. Mm-hmm. So, I I agree. And I don't think that's limited to TV. I think I have misunderstood wholly the genre of media. Um, I, I think that uh, there are entirely more books... There are entirely more TV shows. There are entirely more everything than I ever thought that there could be related to Horse Girl. And it's all based around the same thing. Like, uh, somebody put in another book series in the Discord chat today that I've forgotten the name of already. Winnie the Horse? 
gentler gentler Mm -hmm. yeah something like that and it was like hey this book series about a young girl who uh loses her mom and then finds her way training horses just like her mom did and i was like well wait a minute (laughs) we've read these (laughs) yeah we've read those with a different with a different title well you remember at the the horse girls live show of course you were there uh, yeah. When somebody said time traveling half unicorn fighting each other over yeah. a clock, how many horse girl book series they were able to name there? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, we and I am forever going to be mad at myself for not writing all of those down. Yeah, I know. Wait, there's a video. <gasps> oh only, shit, we have a video. No, hang on, hang on. Wait, no, we don't. Shut up. Don't say it. <laughs> there's no way to know. You can't go to the Dragon Con digital media track. Uh, YouTube page and find the Horse Girls live show and write those down and then message them to Jenna on our Discord. Sure cannot. You can, you can do that, actually. Please do that. I yes. would very, very much appreciate I it. I dare if you them did that. to try. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just crowdsourced something. Well, maybe. Maybe, maybe I did. A crowd of one. <laughs> yeah, no, that was an amazing response because I'm sitting there like, Wait, we read Unicorns of Balinor. Oh, that was not... That, first of all, that was not the answer. And then there was uh, uh, a whole slew of answers that went with them. So. And I love that, like, even I was just so confident. I was like, oh, you're talking about Unicorns of Balinor. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. no. And I'm like, <laughs> that's... You said so many things that are in Unicorns of Balinor, though. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's bordering on too many things at this point. And then they kept giving details, and it still fit into every other it's, book yeah. series we yeah. heard. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was really fun. That live show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should try if to do all, that again sometime. Yeah, if only we had the chance to do more panel stuff in the near future. Wait, no, that'll be the past. The at past. This point. <gasps> we need the Amy past. in the time traveling <laughs> sugarfoot. of future past. We need to go. 65 million years ago into the far future okay all right all right we're gonna do this again we're gonna okay. we're gonna talk about it again okay because now i've heard it on anamorphs anonymous <laughs> you guys know that there was no time travel in that movie right <laughs> i i like we are so deep into this arc. first of all we're talking about 65 for anybody who might not know um <laughs> We are so deep into this argument, I don't even know which side I land on anymore. There was no time travel. <laughs> I can't the, tell which one of not, us you're talking he, to. He traveled at the normal relative pace through time. Are we sure? Yes. I'm like, you just said he traveled through time, so that confused like, me for a minute in, in the way that we are all traveling through time right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like we we know that right? Like so, he didn't future travel to Dogtown to destroy the dogs. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he didn't do that. So, like the best part about this is, is this is this is basically what I do. Like if we were to boil this down, Alex made like one offhanded comment that wasn't even what I turned it into. Like it just made some comment about future tech in the far past that, of course, I I twist. And turned, and it's turned into a huge. And I'm pretty sure that you got Casey to believe that there's time yep. travel after having watched the movie. <laughs> Tim, you monster! There's yeah. no time travel. I was very excited when Casey. It told is us a long, long time ago that she watched that movie. It made me very happy. 
I think everybody should watch that movie. I do too. They should tell me their thoughts. T-H-O-T. On Adam Driver's destruction of our planet. Yeah. Yeah. Of the dinosaurs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A title he stole from Tobias, which is rude, but okay. (laughs) (sighs) Who picks anyone over Scott? Oh, uh, apparently not Alex. No. that's, That's true. That charismatic motherfucker. That's who I thought we were talking about was Alex and Scott. And I was like, what? Is this a hoops over or horns over hoops thing that we're doing yeah, now? Yeah, we're starting a rivalry we with right the now? horns over hoops right podcast now. now. <laughs> if you pick their podcast over horse girls. Uh, all right. Okay. I get it. No, it's fine. You like sports. I get it. Horse over hoops. Is that what we <gasps> call them? Horse over <gasps> hoops. Sorry. <laughs> the crossover episode. Anyways, medicating geese is the perfect date. And I don't understand why Lou was not excited to be there. That goose really did shit all over her, though. Twice. Absolutely. And then she went with the shit on her. They did not wash it off. And she did hug that other guy. Yeah. I did say that it would be fun running around with the geese in that cage. Mm -hmm. And then Jenna did tell me I was stupid. Uh, because I did it not. Hurts when what what I you. said? Have you ever been pecked by a goose? That's what I said. No, I have had goose geese. I've had geeses hiss at me quite quite frequently, but they've never actually started anything. It's all just hmm. you know we've done that thing where we buck up at each other, and then we say something, and then we turn and walk away, or like the guy you're playing golf with gets in between you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just pick them up. I don't think I would ever have the nerve to actually do it. Yeah. Like, when they when they hiss at me, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable, you and just, I walk away. You, you pick them up, and then you put your hand on top of their head and tuck it under their wing. <laughs> and tell them, go to sleep. Shut up. <laughs> go to sleep, ho. Is that like it's like a wrestling move? Yeah, kind of. A geesling move? Ah, oh, gosling move. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> It was right there. <laughs> Things went awry. In. Oh. <laughs> it's just going to be me on the golf course with a goose in a sleeper hold trying to figure out what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> not not his head under your arm, Tim. <laughs> yes. I have done that, though. I've tucked their heads. Just yeah. kind of, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Like, stop Dude. tucking around. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, you're like this, like, goose and you're trying to look all tough and shit and then somebody just picks you up and puts your head under the, your arm and be like fuck you like god damn it as a small hu- well okay i'm not small let's let's make that really clear as a short human yeah i can imagine <laughs> somebody just goes and throws a blanket over your head and you go to sleep yeah that's, that's exactly how that works <laughs> that's what <laughs> That's what happened with Marco and Jake. Marco just threw a blanket over Jake. I was like, go to sleep now. Stop it. You guys want to know the dumbest thing about this show? Yeah. Yeah. The fact that fucking Amy, not a trick rider, mm-hmm. decided mm-hmm. to try a complex hippodrome on a horse that she doesn't know, that mm-hmm. she doesn't know his training, does not know all the commands on him yet, and she is not a trick rider, has never done it, in a saddle that was bought at a fucking garage sale, so you don't know if it's actually secure for trick riding. And she did all that. Also alone, sorry, I forgot to mention alone, and yeah. just by herself. No yeah. one there. So you you had that tirade, mm-hmm. and you did say Hippodrome 
and it did send me down a rep a rabbit hole of trying to figure out what Krang's ship <laughs> was called uh, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I don't think it was a ship. I don't even know what you call it, but it was the techno drum. It was not the hippo mm-hmm. drum. It was a different thing. Uh, I don't know what a hippo drone is. It's the trick that you saw Amy do at the end of the episode where she stood up on the horse, leaned into the canter, and let the forward momentum hold her up and put her arms out, which... Mm-hmm. Again, you don't. You can hold on to a strap and do that. Like there's, there's variants to make it easier. And she just chose to go the most dangerous way from the get go. Yeah, immediately I'm, into stupid territory. Yeah. Do tr- trick saddles have the little feet holsters on the top that she was using? They, some of some, them. Some. They yeah. have all sorts of different attachments and things that you can change. In. Mm-hmm. And she was riding in a Western rodeo trick riding saddle. Mm-hmm. There's few variants on that but yeah they can have those straps uh they can have straps on the back of of the cantle too for like if you go off the back of the horse it depends you can have configuration based on what the tricks that you do are and then you can Mm -hmm. also put a drag strap on and off Mm -hmm. a drag strap being the thing that you were talking about that you can hold on to or no uh that's another thing you can put on that's just like a tether to the front of the saddle the drag strap is when you do the suicide drag you put a strap on the opposite side of the saddle that you're going to flip over and you hook your foot through it and like hold your foot there. And then you go off like you swing off the back of the horse. And you oh, do the suicide drag OK. And holds you OK. Up. OK. I think we saw them do that when you took me to the horse show. Probably. Yeah. yeah that's it's a really, Ooh. really easy trick that is really impressive. Veronica was amazing in that show. Mm hmm. She's yeah. great. Um, she did Roman ride horses. Mm hmm. She does that. That's a level of badass I'll never be in my life. <laughs> I have Roman ridden horses. Not like super cool like her. I have many times told you that you are a level of badass that I will never reach in my life. That's untrue. You've reached it, Tim. We're there. This is it. <laughs> this is what it's like. <laughs> We're here arguing about TV shows that came out 15 years ago or more. This is what it is. Yeah. You know what? You maintained control of a horse that spooked. You can do anything now. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was it. Now you can do anything. Yep. That horse felt like it took off at about two hundred miles an hour. <laughs> but I promise you, I never want to see the video of what actually happened because it probably was. It took a step a little bit faster, and I panicked. Is probably exactly what it looks like. But it was like this, like amazing event in my head of like, oh, I'm gonna die. I control the situation. When it was like everybody else was just standing there, like not noticing that anything happened because nothing really did. No, we all noticed. We were all just working on holding together our own shit shows that were occurring <laughs> in tandem. Because <laughs> when your horse went, our horses were like, oh, we're going to do it. Yeah. yeah let's, let's fucking go. I could feel it. And Pony was like, oh, you think any one of you are going to be faster than I am? I think not. <laughs> that was fun. I did, though, like, okay, so we, the first time I rode the horse, we rode around the little, like, training ring area, which was just basically like a dirt floor. Um, The second time we rode, we went through a field, and the field has uneven grass, Mm -hmm. and I did realize how little faith I have in the design of the horse to handle uneven terrain, and I was like, its tiny little toothpick legs are going to snap the minute it you know, goes to Eddie and I'm like, <laughs> these, these creatures have been around for 
a bazillion years walking on ground. I think they'll be fine. But there was no convincing me of that while I was in the the saddle. I was like, ah, oh, this thing's going to snap and I'm going to die. Yeah. No. I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is. But it was like every tiny little contour in the ground. I'm like, well, that's the end of us. I'm telling you, you just got to watch the mules go up and down the Grand Canyon. And you're yeah. like, I have every ounce of faith in those animals. Yeah. yeah it's like if I was, you know, 15 feet away, just watching the horse, that horse would be just fine. It's, it's walked on plenty of ground in its life. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's walked on ground in its life. It's going to yeah, be okay. Yeah. There was no convincing me of that. Like, I have my weird irrational fears, and there's no getting around them. And apparently, uh, horse feet, uh, horse legs is one of them. Like, they're just going to... Maybe it was because of this podcast and all the horrible <laughs> things you say whenever they've injured their, their legs. They can explode at any minute. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Something bad is going to happen to this horse because I'm going to have walked in the wrong way and the police are going to come and I'm going to fill out like an insurance form or something. Tim, the only one riding a literal fucking Mustang is like, this horse is going to break at any moment. The rest of us, we have a warm blood. We have a curly. We have a God knows what paint fucking tracaner mix who God knows what happened to them. And Tim's on the American Mustang the most rugged horse that we have in this area and he's like this thing's gonna explode (laughs) (laughs) that's what i felt like i was like man that there is a divot in the ground that is at least half an inch there's no way these hooves are designed for this kind of terrain it's too much american muscle for tim (laughs) maybe that's just the golfer in him coming out like (laughs) yeah i don't know about this it is weird when you realize that you have to relinquish control of whatever your body's going to do to another being. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just has more to do with the, the natural frady cat nature of me. Not only do I not want to get hurt, like, I don't. But also, I don't want to be riding the horse if anything happens to the horse, because then it'll, of course, be my fault. You know? So, and I can't deal with that kind of responsibility. I felt good after I got done, though. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, like, I have done a thing. You went on a full trail ride. I went on a full trail ride. And it was a thousand times more successful than Carl's. Yes. It's true. He fell yes. off multiple times. Uh, also, you know way more about trick horses than I do, both of you. Do they, is that a real thing? Like, do they have audible commands for their tricks? Is that how some, some of them are? Tricked? Some, yeah. Yeah. And so they would have a say something and it would rear command like this is a thing scouts is literally alley-oop you go under his front legs with the whip lift your hands up say alley-oop and he goes up okay um so not the you know you give like physical commands to the horses the the two horses that i've ridden you know you like change the pressure or whatever or whatever so do they do that also with trick riding where you would give the not To the extent where the horse is not going to react to normal commands. Like, so part of like trick riding is that the horse has to be comfortable with you moving around and doing different stuff all over them, getting under, over all that stuff over their head, behind their butt, all that jazz. But if you clamp down on them with your legs, like you're riding instead of like holding your legs out, like you're on like a moving platform, 
you take control of that horse versus the handler in the middle of the ring. Okay. Um, Cause there's, okay. Oh, there's usually always somebody like, I can't think of a real circumstance. Like the Amy thing was bullshit. I can't think of like a real circumstance, like rodeos, they run, but there's still usually like handlers around that, mm-hmm. that have like a whip or something like that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you clamp down, you'll take control of that horse when you should not have control of that horse. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So, like, you could go out and regular ride that horse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Probably, in most cases. Yeah, and they're probably going to be a very, like, you know, chill horse with things going on around them. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're not yeah. going to, like, spook at a lot of stuff because they're yeah doing car- carny crap all the time. <laughs> Borderline bomb-proof. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doing carny crap all the time. You know, those carny horses. <laughs> I do like the show, and I do think it is a good... Like, we've, we've talked about this in all the other episodes about how, like, there are a few things that I think are weird, but for the most part, it is pretty true to the books, and I do like that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we're covering ground too fast. Oh, yeah. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's when the show, you talk about the show maybe getting better, or no, I shouldn't say getting better, but sort of finding itself in the second season. Maybe when they can slow some of those arcs down a little bit. Yeah, once they know that they're getting renewed and that they have the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, here's another thing that cracked me up about this show. I don't know what made me think of this right now because it's really unrelated to anything we've been talking about. Uh, but when Amy is watching Ben jump and is telling him, like, you can't rush the jumps. You can't, like, you got to sit back. You can't be, like, leaning forward. First of all, he wasn't. I watched that horse jump <laughs> yeah. and come in so fucking underpowered it had to, like, literally lift itself over the fence and come down. But, like, also, I, I'm just, like, it's cracking me up because Ben's like this. Oh, I was half a second off the time at, like, the A Circuit show. I'm doing shows every weekend. And this motherfucker is still, like, rushing the jumps on that horse. Like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> yeah. There's no way. There's ben no is 100% way. unlikable. Oh, yeah. At so this far, point. 100%. And I don't remember hating him as much immediately in the he book series. He was a, a little bit of a shit fucker A little first. bit. But this guy's just an absolute monster. I think it's because you get a lot more like Lisa up front in this episode. And she's clearly, that's her name, right? Yeah, it's Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lisa Sorry, Tim, yeah. Tim, looks, she, she, Tim had such a questionable look on his face. That I was like, I fucked that up. It's uh, just how my face is. It's just <laughs> how my face It's confused all the time. It wasn't confused. It was like, you did something wrong. Anyways, Lisa, uh, she is... <laughs> so delightful in the show right from the get-go that every time Ben's like, me, I'm a whiny teen. It's like, wow, she's she's a wonderful human, Ben. Get it <laughs> together. She's trying to talk to you. She sent you awesome stuff to help you with the yeah. thing that you love to do. Like, stop being a little fucker. Also, do your job, maybe. Yeah, maybe seriously. do the job like, that you're there once, to do. Like, for once, do something. Lift I, he a finger, Ben. He hasn't been inside the barn in any episode. No, 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 he's not. He's not done a single thing like no. every episode. He's been there for like, it feels like a month now. I don't really, time is an illusion, yeah. but mm-hmm. it feels like he's been there forever. And I've never seen him do a single barn chore. No, Mm-mm. not one. Speaking of doing jobs, Alex, do your job. Oh, and, okay. <laughs> and give us horse news. Wait, but, but we didn't talk about your prediction. Wait, whose prediction? Your prediction. Of what? That Dada Tim and Grandpa were going to throw hands. Oh, that's true. And we got to see them throw hands into yeah. a fire. Well, yeah. they didn't throw their hands into a fire. Like, they threw hands 
while rolling in a fire. Which I think is probably not the best way to do that. It's really not, you know? Because then you've got to deal with broken bones, scrapes, bruises, and blisters. Yeah. It's just not... Yeah. It's just not my favorite. No. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I was... don't think that's the last time they're going to fight. Okay. Yeah. You, you think they're going to throw hands again? I do. I do. I don't think we're done. Sweet. I, I, Tim's kind of a shit fucker, too. He is kind of a shit... He, like, he yeah. runs his mouth. Yeah. He's, he's a yeah. shit stirrer, is what he is. He is. Is. And he's like the really like rough kind where he'll say just enough that it sounds innocent, but it's to get under your skin and you know yeah. it's to get under yeah. your skin. Can, uh-huh. can we talk about like what I don't, what I genuinely don't like about him at all in the show versus like at least in the books he was recuperating and then he was in a different country, right? Yes. In this episode, in the last episode that we watched for this, he... He says that, like, Jack won't let him be a dad to these girls. And he's using, like, Marion wouldn't let him be around them as an excuse. Motherfucker, is there no court system? I believe there is. You have a right to see your children, so go and fucking try. Yeah. Don't put that off on everybody else. It's nobody's fault but your own. Shit fucker. End rant. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why you're ending it there. It's all it's all delightful. <laughs> Just, he just made me so mad. He made me so mad in this episode. Yeah, he's he's a shit fucker. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is I I tried to challenge Alex uh, earlier to do her job, so now I'm gonna try it again. Yeah. Do do your job, Alex. I super won't, and let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> this took a turn I was not expecting. <laughs> It's even funnier that you said this today and decided to challenge me today because I brought a piece of news that has nothing to do with horses and I just thought it was really cool. <laughs> Wait, we can do that? I don't oh, think so, but I did it. Time's horse quiz. It's not going to be about horses or horse-related shit. I really did go off the rails here. You'll enjoy this pun in a moment. You guys know Marta, the train system in Atlanta, correct? Yeah. Oh, Marta. Yes, yes, we know Marta. <laughs> Did you know that they donated rail cars to drop into a maritime artificial reef so that fish could could use it? No. Yeah, this summer they donated like unused rail cars to go make a cool reef for fish to live in. No, I did not. Where was this reef? Let me Does it tell you? I'm sure it does. I read it, but this was three <laughs> weeks ago that I read it. Uh it is twenty-three nautical miles east of Osaba Island. Okay. That amazingly helps me none. <laughs> it helps me not too. I don't know where yeah. that is. How do you spell Osaba? O S S A B A W. Okay, let's let's see if we can figure out where Osaba Island is. Yep. Oh, there's VRBO for there. Oh, it is off the coast of Georgia. That's mm-hmm. what I was wondering was whether or not it was. Oh yeah, it, sorry, it, I could yeah, have told you it was off the coast of Georgia. I thought you okay. wanted the precise nautical location, which is 23 <laughs> nautical miles. I'm like, Alexander, give me both the longitude and the latitude. 20 miles by water south from Savannah. Since it is Georgia, it's probably Osabal, right? Yeah, I'm sure there's a way to say it that I bet you whatever way you're supposed to say it, Alex would have a hard time. It's not that one, but like, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. I actually do have not. A, they actually did give the coordinates. It's thirty one point seven four nine eight seven by negative eighty point six zero nine one nine. 
Nice. Here so, we go. Is there any way that we could visit this? Yeah, we, we have, have the this... GPS coordinates. Yeah. No, I mean, like, is this a scuba diving situation or is this... Oh, you mean the actual train car? Yeah, yeah. Is okay. this something we could oh. see? I mean, probably. They can't stop us. Probably not during, like, any sort of loggerhead mating or whatever season. That makes sense. But it's in an area to, like, they want to attract sport fish. So I feel like you can easily get there if they're trying to get sport fish out there. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. So they just, I see photos now of them dumping the rail car. Yeah, they straight up just dump these rail cars off a big barge. Is it because, Tim, you want us to go scuba diving down there to take pictures of us sitting on the MARTA train underwater? Is that what you're trying to... Um, Fucking better be, because we're going to do it now. Yeah, I'm not going to say no to that, because kind of. Kind of. I'm just going to go ahead and open the VRBO and see what they have. See, you said the Verbo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you can stay in the Marta car that's underwater. Well, no. That's what I thought when you said that, like, it's an Airbnb that's just underwater. You can just go hang out at. I'm sure they have underwater Airbnbs. It's just probably not this one. Because <laughs> there's no windows. I think that's fun. That's a fun news story that you found. Yeah, I thought so, too. And especially because, like, we've all been on the Marta together. I thought it would be a delightful. It's, like, related to horses in the way that the horse girls have been there. No, Jenna, we've never. But Tim and I have. Yes. Jenna, get on the train with us. Where? Why? Where have you been? Why do you keep not coming onto trains with me? Jenna, ride a train with me. Oh, no. Twist my arm. We did uh, ride the. I'll say the bigger part of the New York City subway system. Yeah, what street did we ride past, Tim? I, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> we rode Come past on. Canal Street. That's where we rode past. I don't think that's um, how it's pronounced. I don't think you need to be attacking me for the way that I say canal, or the way I try to convince you that people say canal, uh, when you did, in fact, strand me alone in... Uh, Leave him alone in New York one time and it's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) He gets to live the true home alone experience and it's a problem. The whole time I'm sitting there texting Tim. I'm like, show me pictures of where you are. I'll tell you how to get around. Just show me. Send me a picture. I'll tell you which road to cross. Just tell me where you are. Yeah, it wasn't about that. It was about attacking Alex. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. That, that's what it was about. I still, I'm gonna blame Scott for that. So uh, it's a hundred percent Scott's fault. From 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 what I gathered, mm-hmm. uh, it was like mm-hmm. being the judge in a court case because it was three people saying it was Scott's fault, and then Scott saying I didn't do it. I'm innocent. But after listening to all the, you the testimony, had, you had the numbers. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was mm-hmm. clearly Scott's fault. Yeah. Like, if it was just bringing a suitcase, he might have been absolved of all fault. But it was the fact that he told us that he knew exactly where the fucking uh, gate was. And it turns yeah. out it wasn't an entirely different building. And he just made us walk <laughs> down an entire row of gates that <gasps> no. we did not need to. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's when it really became his fault. Yeah, that was a fun trip, though. I keep, again, Jenna, I just keep assuming you were there with us. I, I do that so many times to her. I super wasn't. I'm like, you remember that time? At this point, I feel like I was. Like, <laughs> I can imagine it all in vivid detail. Then we've done our job. Yeah. It's pronounced Canal Street. I don't mm-hmm. think it is. Canal That's not how you told me it was pronounced. 
listen, I just want to say, all right, that I'm proud of you, Alex. Uh, There's been a lot of character growth on your part. Um, You no longer hear the bullshit that we spout to you and just instantly (laughs) believe it to be true. (laughs) So I I just really, yeah, you know, I feel really. There's so much that I will still believe. It was just the particular way that this one was pronounced. Mm -hmm. I there was something about it. Like Tim, could Mm -hmm. you remind me how you told me that was pronounced? I did. I did tell you that it was pronounced Canal Street. And that did backfire greatly because I tried to convince Alex it was pronounced Canal Street. And then she did loudly on the subway challenge me to say it that way. And I did back down very quickly. Uh, don't worry. That wouldn't have been the weirdest shit that people heard on the subway that day. God, as much as I love trains, how have I not been on trains with you guys? Yeah. I don't know. There's there's two things I love and it's trains and you guys. <laughs> Somehow I have not combined those loves. We got to do like a train ride across somewhere to somewhere. Dude, I would love to do that. Let's do it. There is one that like goes from California to Chicago and then to somewhere else closer to us, I think. We had to find like a locomotive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't think that we're going to find that here. Like I, I, I will not be happy unless one of us is shoveling coal. Mm. unrelated to the train of course (laughs) yeah there is a beach in wisconsin in door county where there's coal all over the beach because a large ship crashed there and you can get a kayak and go right over like you can see the bow like 10 feet below your kayak when you're out there and you can go to the beach and get coal yeah i'm surprised nobody reclaimed that coal I think they're starting to off the beach. Oh, like okay. you can just take it with you, but like they're not going to like sift the beach for the coal. It's they're like a fancy place. Oh my god! Uh, okay, <laughs> Smoky Mountain Rail Adventure. Ooh, yeah, let's go. Nine days. <gasps> let's go. There's also the Colorado Rail Experience. Eight days. Mount Rushmore, the Badlands, and Yellowstone, California Red- Redwoods, Rails, and ri- and wi- and Rhineries. Albuquerque there are there are steam trains that we can go on I love this we gotta go do it yep let's do it what a delightful trip you know what we need to do before we do this though buy outfits that make us look like we're going to the old west you know what we have to do before we do that probably doing Colorado or Yosemite then I meant Yellowstone is what I meant still not it's a horse quiz we need to do a horse uh, no, quiz. No, I'm fully oh, planning okay. this trip now. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm off of horse quizzes and I'm on to train rides. I won't do horse news. Jenna won't do horse quiz. <laughs> yeah, it's over. It's over, Tim. We're train girls now. Nope, can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you put a new term in our searches? <laughs> this is how we get the people listening. Dear God, Train Girls, a subsidiary of Horse Girls. Are you ready yes. for piece of media number one? Oh, God, uh, no. <laughs> no. All right, this first one is a 2011 American science fiction action film directed by DJ Caruso and starring Alex Pettifer, Timothy Oliphant, Teresa Palmer, Diana Agron, and Callan McCall. Olive, I'll, I'll make all lift. Was it Hitman? Nope. 
Oh, that'd be great if you just got it, though, right off the bat. That was a fantastic guess based on Tim- Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, that was what I was going mm-hmm. for. I did not know if the years were even close to right, but I figured I would jump on it. There's no way to know. The man at Snowy River. It's not that. I feel like that was a good guess, though. It was <laughs> That was not a good guess, <laughs> but it was an interesting guess based on the stuff that I was looking at earlier. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant huh. was Yeah, in... that's the guy that played the Oliphant in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> they just named it Timothy. Mm-hmm. Stuff that he's in that's not TV shows. Okay, but also remembering that he is not the star of this, like the main star. Okay. I did say another name first. Yeah, a name that I am not familiar with. Okay. I don't know who Alex Pedifor is. He's a, he's a little cake. You could be trying to hide the truth too. Oh, like interesting. By change yeah, the name of the stars. It's weird. It's weird that I would do that for for this movie specifically. I mean, I don't know. You could do it yeah. for any movie. I've mm-hmm. never I seen could. a movie. I don't know. <laughs> okay, what's what's our next clue? Oh man, the screenplay by Alfred Guff, Miles Miller, and Marty Noxon is based on the 2010 novel of the same name. They had three dudes on that. This has got to be like a major motion picture. It was kind of, yeah. It's a major award. It's a major, major motion picture. It sounds like an advertisement from like the 70s. Like They bring to you a major motion picture. Why did you say it like the Trogdor? I- <laughs> Tim is strong bad. 2010 11. book. Yes, 2011 yeah, movie. So it's like quick turnaround and it's sci-fi mm-hmm. science fiction action science fiction action alien <laughs> cowboys versus aliens did you say Predator. hellboys versus aliens i said cowboys oh okay i was like weirdly i would watch that 14 <laughs> hellboys versus aliens BPRD versus avp <laughs> i would not watch that <laughs> Yeah, give me another clue. The film follows a teenage alien on Earth fleeing other aliens who are hunting him down. Oh, um, I am number four? Yeah, Alex, get it. Boom. Read that Tim book. is astonished right now. Like his I face am. Is, I am blown away shook. by what just happened. Shook. Yeah, one of my last one was going to be that it was one of the Lorian legacies. The first in the Lorian legacies. I just needed the plot. No, I I'm think good. I've seen that movie. I've read the book. I would be shocked if you hadn't seen that movie. I don't remember that movie for nothing, and I don't remember <clears throat> Timothy Elephant being in it. Well, he was the elephant. That's why I was confusing. So, yeah. I think I might be confusing another movie with it. Is it? Is it Push? Are you confusing Push with it? Is Push the one where they have the, the powers given to them? Given to them? Not given to them. They have powers. They do have powers, yeah. Then, yeah, I think I'm confusing that movie. Yeah. And then Jumper. For some yeah, reason. yeah, because they I'm... all came out like right around the same time. Yeah, and they were all directed similarly. Yeah, I think they're all just running together. All right, are you ready for the second one? Yes. There's no way to know. Cool. Well, this one is a 2017 American science fiction psychological horror film directed by Niels Arden Oplev and written by Ben Ripley. Believe it or not, is. Ben Ripley related to Sigourney Weaver's character in Aliens. Yes. 
That's a little known okay. fact, and I'm I'm glad that you do know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because no, n- not enough people know. Uh, okay, 2017 wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm. It was like seven years ago. Okay, it was a way longer time ago than I thought, now that Alex has put it into math for us. Gross. Yeah. It's really disgusting when I do math. That's why I try <laughs> not to do it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I had my fucking mind blown the other night. Let me tell you what, talking about math. Okay, so I, along with being dyslexic, I sometimes struggle with doing math without either like paper or like using my fingers or whatever. Dyscalculia, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, So when you do your nines times tables, right? Yes. The way that I do it is on my fingers because nine times two, you look at what fingers you have left. You have a one and an eight. That's 18, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that, like, your nine times tables, you mm-hmm. add those two numbers together, and that equals nine. Yes. Okay. Same as 27, same as 36, same as they 45, all, same as 54. They all add up to nine. They all add up to nine. Yes. All of them. Every one of, well, at least, you know, up until up to, 11. Yeah. Well, that's getting out of the territory of your nines times tables. That's going That's going hardcore math. That's, that's yeah. extended tables. That's the leaf yeah. that you put in when you have like, family over. I feel like this is like stuff that you should know, like that anybody in the universe should just fucking know. And I was blown away by it. <laughs> like, I was I, like, are you sure? No, hold on. Are you, I'm going to do them all. Are you sure? And I sat there and like did them all on my fingers and then mathed it as I'm doing it. And I'm like, fuck, it is. It absolutely is. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like we were taught that like day one of nines math nines times table math not me yeah i wasn't even taught the finger trick i just like noticed it one day and i was like oh fuck did you know that you can do this i probably didn't say fuck i might have who knows i was a fat mouth little shit i didn't know you could do that trick either i just always like i just always do it in my head because i have my two nine times tables running opposite of each other and i just kind of move the slider in my head to the one that i need i can't do that yeah, it's the they're all backwards, so, like yeah, eighty one and eighteen, twenty seven uh-huh. and seventy two. Oh, see, you're yeah. doing it again right now. Yeah. I need you to know that you're doing it again <laughs> right fucking now. Because I'm it's, like, holy yeah. shit, you're right. Forty five and fifty four. <laughs> Thirty six and sixty three. Yeah. Uh, Ninety and nine. I might cry. <laughs> I really oh, no. might. I really <laughs> like. I don't need it now. I don't really need it now. <laughs> You might. I might in an escape room. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I don't know, some D&D bullshit. Who knows? Oh, my God. Can I tell you? Okay. So we do so many escape rooms, right? <laughs> we do so many escape rooms that Jenna has purchased rechargeable black lights for us to carry on our own because we've done so many escape rooms where the black lights either had shit batteries or did not work altogether. They're trash. Yeah. So why so, don't we yeah. just have our own rechargeable ones that we can like charge in the car on the way to the escape room? Yeah. This is so, Shannon's legacy in our escape room. The escape. So, okay. So we have ours with, there's black lights in our room and people fucking love black lights. So we mm-hmm. have them and we have a charging system and Shannon like, came up with this entire like okay we gotta like charge this charge this charge this blah blah and then i bought that charging tower and i was like this is gonna change our lives today (laughs) (laughs) now we keep them charged at all times we did an escape room recently where we found a black light with no batteries yeah 
and, and the assumption never... is you would find the batteries. And that we, was the and assumption. They, yeah. they did not. Uh, they they were not. They just forgot. They were, they were not. Yes. And we don't know to this day if there is a black light puzzle even in that room. No idea. Because we didn't yeah. use it for anything. That's annoying. My favorite, and you will never, like, nothing could ever top this, is Excited Alex. And there's 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 two types of Excited Alex. There's Excited, I've got something, and I am excited about it. And that one, the, the, the ideas just come faster than the mouth can keep up with. Mm-hmm. And then there's Angry Alex, mm-hmm. which is also my favorite. Mm-hmm. I've seen this at a hockey mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. because she was super mad at her own team. And I've seen this in multiple escape rooms where the GM made the mistake of giving us clues for puzzles we had already solved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it is my favorite. I'm at least very like, I, I'm capable of saying what's wrong when I'm angry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when I'm excited, there's no words no coherency at all. Yeah, when, when you're excited, it's just the syllables come out very, very fast and you have to try and like fill in the gaps a little bit of which syllables are missing. Um, when when you're angry, it becomes much more cutting. Uh, like that time we went into the restaurant that was half empty and the lady asked you if you had a reservation. That was an incident. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> she was all keyed up. Yeah. I was already in a rage. She was at the wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> Do you have a reservation? Do I fucking need one? Oh, at least, okay. She didn't say it to her, but she did say it where she could hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> she did yell it after the lady had walked about four feet away. Right. So, I yeah. waited until yeah. politeness dictated. Steps, yeah. yeah, she wasn't far. I waited till politeness dictated. She couldn't turn back around and confront me about it. <laughs> I can't wait till the next time that I'm in an altercation <laughs> and that is what I'm going to yell at somebody. I'm going to be like, politeness dic- dictates that you can't confront me about this. That'll stop them. Yeah. Dead in their tracks. Are we doing a horse quest? Yeah, we were. We were. Yeah. Yeah. I had just given you the first uh, clue for number two. Oh, yeah. It's 2017. 2017 American science fiction psychological horror film directed by Niels Arden Oplev and written by Ben Ripley. Okay. What's the second clue, then? This is a standalone sequel to and remake of the 1990 film of the same name. The Conjuring. No. Wait, what? I don't know. I'm just saying things that sound familiar. Wait, you said it's a sequel and a remake? Yeah. And a standalone. Standalone sequel to and remake. Yeah. I don't I'm, think you can be all three I, of those things. You know things. what? Yeah. Is it apparently um, you can? Is it Ghostbusters? No. Is it the no, one from the eighties with it? Will Smith and the dog that had three different mm, endings? So it could be I Am Legend. Yes. yes. No. That would be great. I am number four. I am Legend, and then the third one is I am something. That would be a theme. <laughs> Prometheus. No. Nineteen nineties messing me up. Mm. I'm gonna need another clue. Okay. This movie stars Elliot Page, Diego Luna, Nina DeBrev, James Norton, and Kiersey Clemens. Kersey? Maybe it's Kersey Clemens. But that's not how it's spelled. And it's a movie? Yeah, you said it was a mm-hmm. movie. Run through that cast again for me real quick. Elliot Page, Diego Luna, Nina DeBrev, James Norton, and either Kiersey or Kersey. 
Clemens. I don't know how it's pronounced, but. Did they make it? Well, no, that was 1990. Okay, yeah. Do you have any more clues? Let's, I have. Let's, yeah. Mm -hmm, yep. Yeah, let's run through some more clues. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. Get ready. Okay. The story follows five medical students who attempt to conduct experiments that produce near-death experiences. Flatliners. Yes, Tim. I didn't know they remade Flatliners. Yeah. I d so it's a sequel and a remake of Flatliners. How yeah. does that work? You tell me and we'll both know. Let's, let's just watch it. Yeah. No, I'll watch it. I didn't know they made a remake of Flatliners. Maybe I did know that. And I just forgot that. That seems more logical. <laughs> I don't even know what Flatliners is. I've never even heard of this in my life. What? Flatliners was a good movie. I liked Flatliners. That was key, key for Sutherland. You guys are one-on-one -on -one and we haven't gone to Google. Oh, yet. shit. Oh, shit. Bum, bum, bum. I'm going to place a bet right now. Tim's going to win. I have yet to find the through line either for those movies. Okay. Flatliners? Flatliner? Well, Hero? I don't know the second Flatliners. I know the first Flatliners. Uh, so I don't, I'm never going to figure out the through line. I don't think that you're going to get the through line, but I will tell you okay. when we're done. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you ready for number three? I hope yes. so. Number three is an American teen comedy drama television series created by Lauren Ungrich. Sure. For MTV. Teen Wolf. No, but I love that you know Teen Wolf at all. I've never seen it. For MTV. Mm-hmm. Dawson's Creek. Yep. No. No. I, it, Teen Wolf is the only MTV show that I could think of. I don't, like, other than, like, you know, pop-up video and MTV Cribs and, like, that kind of shit. I don't know any <laughs> MTV video or shows. The real world. There's, uh, that, like, Rock of, no, not Rock of. There's the one with the rapper with the clock that was like looking for his true love. I don't know. Flavor of love. Flavor, flavor of, of love. love. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Because it was flavor. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. Those are all the MTV shows that I know. Yeah, I think we've named all of them. So around this time, MTV started coming out with a bunch of like drama shows, uh -huh. drama TV series centered around teens. Like Teen Wolf. Correct. Teen Badger. Teen Badger was a great one. Yeah. You guys need another hint? Yeah, definitely. This show's central character is Jenna Hamilton, a Palo Verde, California teenager who struggles with her identity, especially after an accident is misconstrued as a suicide attempt. Oh, I was going to say like a... That, that was totally the wrong plot. Never mind. What? That Netflix one that was like the girl that did commit suicide and then left all the notes. Mm -hmm. and was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's mm -hmm. yeah. 13 reasons why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's not even close yeah. to the plot. That, well, it's semi close to the plot. You said in a way that there is <laughs> suicide they, in both. Was it named like I am me or something like that? No. You're just going with the I am legend theme now. Now you're getting on board oh, yeah. with the I am number four. I am legend. I am me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a much more cohesive thread. Um, no. Sorry. Okay. What's another clue? The series premiered on July 19th, 2011, and was renewed for so many other seasons. Hold on, wait. Four seasons. Yeah. Oh, shit, no, five seasons. I'm sorry. I missed one. I have no idea. My so-called life. No, but that is a good guess. Is it? Yeah. Social outcast Jenna Hamilton has a freak accident but it is mistaken for a suicide attempt because she had received a harsh confrontation letter suggesting ways on how she could be less unpopular. 
She begins a blog that helps her deal with various teen issues such as boy troubles, peer pressure, and maintaining friendships. By making changes and embracing her misfortune, she grows up and becomes well-known among her peers, for better or worse. Clarissa explains it all. <laughs> Sabrina that would the be Teenage Witch. The darkest versions of those shows. <laughs> I have no I feel like this is one that I've never never heard of. I bet you I've heard of it. Maybe. This show stars Ashley Rickards as Jenna Hamilton and Bo Murchoff as Maddie McKibben, Jenna's main love interest. I gotta be honest, I thought Jenna Hamilton was the name of the actress right up until this moment. N- no, that's the character. I figured that out just now, but that's how little I know about anything. I feel like we are going to go to Google on this one. Yeah. Um, Bo Murchoff is the thread. Okay. Because he plays Ben Stillman. Okay. Okay. Tremors. He's in all, all of these things. What? Tremors. Tremors. <laughs> he seems like a guy that would be on like... You know that uh, one show with like the worms in the sand where they're just like a bunch of jocks and they get eaten? He seems <laughs> like he'd be on that movie. Gone? Stop. What? Did you say gone? Yeah. N- no, that's not. What? That's not what happens? No. Worms? In the cabbages? Stop. That's not your, your, it's a very, very intricate story that cannot be summed up by just the cabbages. It's not. It's not worms and cabbages, and they eat the, um, there the children? There are worms and, and or cabbages, but... D- d- yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm ready for Google. I am ready for Google as well. All right. And go. Awkward. Yes. I have no idea what this is. I don't think I knew what this show was about, but I know I've heard the title, at least, of this show. I fell into a rabbit hole uh, when this came out. This and Secret Life of the American Teenager. That's the one I was I just, I just, I couldn't stop. I just could I was a grown adult. I couldn't stop. Why stop? I didn't. I watched all of it. That sounds delightful. We mentioned that I, I watch garbage TV, right? Yes. Okay. Maybe. In case anybody didn't believe me. Now you do. I knew Tim would win this one. Yeah? Mostly, I just have no faith in me knowing anything about media. Like, <laughs> true. You got the first one so fast. I know. Yeah, because it was a book. And, I, and then I knew the book, and then it was fine. But as soon as it's like, hey, did you watch this thing everyone watched? I'm like, I've, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. I probably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, can we talk about a book for a minute? Yeah. I need you to read a book, Alex. Okay. okay. I need someone to read a book. I need anyone and everyone to read this book and talk to me about it. Going to thrift books right now. Bones of Fairy. You don't have to go to you don't have to go yeah, to thrift you've books. You've already got a copy. Okay. I just haven't mailed it yet. Well, yeah. I I'm being held hostage. Tim won't mail it. I would like to read it and <laughs> Honestly, talk about it. Honestly, it is my fault because I have other things to send, but I need anyone to read this book. I would love to talk about it. You do have the second and third book of the series. Already. So I should just start with the second? No! Stop it! <laughs> you stop it, you monster. How dare you even suggest? Ugh. I didn't mean to suggest it, but then it did seem like Tim was implying it, so. Did you say the name of the series, Jenna? B- Bones of Fairy, yeah. Okay, did you say who wrote it? No, I did not. It is by uh, the amazing, amazing author who wrote our, the Ghost Horse series, Jenny Lee Simner. 
Uh, I fucking love it. And like, I I do have to state that that I think Jenna and I both consume most of our media through audio means. So when a book, like every possible extra second that Jenna has had, I've seen her reading this book. I'm already in the second one. Yeah, and I I have not seen that in another book series, so this has got to be pretty good. So, oh, what should be trash? What you guys go? This is garbage. Whatever. Uh, if everybody reads it, somebody else will so jump on, and then you'll have people to to talk to about it. Yes. First, so, all you horse girls out there, go read about fairies. Go read about fairies. I will, one day. On the flight to North Carolina, she'll read all three books. Hell yeah. That could be possible, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got two probably. flights to get through. Oh, I got to get through one and a half books before you, yeah. before then. The way she attacked Dark Matter. Getting on a plane, Tim. See you in a couple hours. And then I <laughs> land and I'm like, I finished it hours ago. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you're a Dark Matter fan, go listen to the Oops All Book Club episode of Animorphs Anonymous because we mm-hmm. talk about Dark Matter. And as Dan pointed out, the first adult book that we've ever done on the show, we've just done kids' <laughs> books up until oh, then. Oh, shit. Uh, have we had the conversation about how you can't we've say had this the... conversation? You can't call it an adult yeah, book. Yeah, you can't call it an adult book, but it's, it is. It's Mommy's yeah, it Workbook, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not YA. <laughs> not YA. Yeah, it's written for grown adults. It's just A. <laughs> <laughs> just the A. Adult books. Train girls. <laughs> Definitely got to put that on the website somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we need more traffic. I'm just going to put, put like, train girls. I'm just going to put another of... tab that just says coming soon, train girls. <laughs> and then we're going to have to get our stats right before and our stats <laughs> after and see. No, I was just going to say statistically, like some of the people who found us that way are still here. So, hey, thanks. Uh, you know who would listen to a podcast called Train Girls? Who? Our patrons. <gasps> Probably. And you know what you get for being a patron? Uh, our appreciation? <laughs> Easy, Alex. You're committing to things that up. Uh, Metal Horse in the Barn. Well, that's that. That's a certain level. Yeah. But you do get content at any level. At all the levels. Every all. level. <laughs> All the way down. Content, content, content. We gotta sell this content. It's not moving fast enough. <laughs> Tim's like, why do I do this with you two? I know. I'm like, I my segue. Like, I've been knocked off my segue. My segue is now just riding on its own. <laughs> That's I don't the even know how thing. to get it. Like, sometimes yeah. when you want us to go talk about the metal horses in the barn, I'm just not you- ready yet. I feel like you two were just like, hey, this episode, why don't we just not do whatever Tim wants? Like, the whole way. Let's just shut his shit down. 2024, we do whatever (laughs) we want. New year, fuck Tim. New year, fuck Tim. Train (laughs) girls. Moving content. Across the continent. No, I lost it. Con- no, you had it. Contentinate. That's. I almost said delicious. That's not the right <laughs> Gross. Is, Don't be weird. Istanbul was once contentinent. All right. Everybody back on my segue. Tell me about metal horses in the barn, Alex. 
All right, whatever weird circus act you have going on on your Segway right now. <laughs> I'm Roman riding it. You're, you're Roman. You know what would be more efficient to Roman ride on, Tim? What's that? Moose Jaw McGraw, <laughs> Big Thick Martingale, and Beta Ray Philly, which are our horses in the barn. You know who you can't Roman ride on without permission, at least? Who's that? Ooh. I love a SpaghettiOs because that's Nate horse. Yeah, you have to ask him. Or Iron Meriden because that's Philip D. Keating's horse. You have to ask him or his girlfriend, Stevie Lake, obviously. Dale Donuts the third. You cannot ask Steve because he is anonymous and no one knows who he is. Or Dime Bag from Matt Alman. You could ask Matt. He seems pretty nice. I met him once. Marital Combat. Metastrophe's horse. You have to ask Metastrophe. Although he seems pretty, like, he would probably let you do it. He seems really nice. He's the one who posted the books earlier. Glue Factory, which is Bean's horse. Bean would, de- Bean's cool as hell. He'd definitely let you. Or Ronnie from Scott, and he would say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are our horses in the barn. Awesome. They're great. Oh, wait, sorry. There is one with no name. You cannot ask them permission. They will not give us a name. They will it's not true. respond. <laughs> it's true. For the love of God, please. Please send me your horse's name. I beg of you. I've checked everywhere. This is a cry for help now. You want to do an outro? I could, I could probably, I could go for an outro. And this brings our podcast to an end, similarly to the way Sugarfoot ended Mrs. Bell. We're excited because Sugarfoot's back. So we can do Sugarfoot. 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 Mrs. Mrs. Bell's still there for now, though. Yeah. But like, but like, (laughs) similarly to the way that Sugarfoot is about to end Mrs. Bell. How about that? Yeah. Sugarfoot's gonna end Miss Bell. But we're gonna end this podcast better than that. We're actually gonna end it. So thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. If you want to buy some radical shirts and things, visit duckduckjenna.com, America's most beloved search engine to search for one thing. And that's Horse Girls merch. Want to take our relationship to the next level? You can. Become part of our barn at horsegirls.club or patreon.com slash horsegirls, where we have a veritable plethora of things to offer you, like continent, content, continent, continent, but more importantly, horses in the barn. Go to singlethoughtconnection.com, T-H-O-T. If you want to find us on other podcasts, you can. We do them. If you like TTRPGs, check out Dungeons and Dragon Beams, Late Starters, and Dragon Knight Adventure Friends, Night Without a K. If you like Animorphs, check out Animorphs Anonymous. Surprise! We also do Surprise Attack Book Club. Surprise Attack. If you are betwitched by Jenna, check out Jenna's Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L. Only one. Only one L. And if you keep putting the second L into search engines, you do that. You do that right now. But do not put it into twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill, or I should be cross at you. I will be cross all day, and I shall write a strongly worded letter. But instead of sending it to you, I'll burn it so you'll never know what it says. And won't that just eat you up inside? I bet it will. Go to twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L. If you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice, he's voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, that's because it is. And it was created by KCD, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for the low, low price of free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. Drain Girls! Choo-choo! Chugga 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 train girls. That's a theme song.